Hey guys, this is Brad from Dallas Geek, and I'm here today with Tweet Scott. And we're here today talking to you about your book, Texas in Her Own Words. Correct. So, tell me a little bit about your book. Well, basically, this book is the book that explains why Texans are the way they are. That's Where a big the word. Comes from. <laughs> That's a big word there. <laughs> I was, I was just, I had to know. I just wanted to know what made Texans tick because sure. they are different. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've been noticing that. You know, my, my 30 years so far, I've, I've kind of figured out that there's there's something about it. Right. So, right. what have you found? Well, for me, I wanted to know why these people are the way they are, and there was two burning questions that I had to have answered. And one was, what makes Texas special? Okay. Why is this place so bygone different than anywhere else on the planet? And you know it is. Um, and secondly, if it applied to them personally, what does it mean to you personally to be a native Texan? What's right. that all about? <laughs> and uh, I got some really, really remarkable answers. And the great part of this is there's like five states within the state. Yeah. So you have to go to all of these places mm -hmm. and, uh, and talk to her people. And I did. And you know, you're not gonna confuse the piney woods with the Chihuahuan Desert mm -hmm. any more than you're gonna confuse the Panhandle with the Gulf Coast. Mm -hmm. So we went to all these places and talked to her people in those locations. And what I found was there's a lot of diversity in Texas. That's one of its great strengths. But also uh, what blew me away completely was how people who could live four, five, or 600 miles apart tell me essentially the same things. In some cases, it was almost verbatim, and that was kind of creepy. But uh, the, the thing was, though, I realized at the end of it all, and I interviewed about 125 people to start with. There's 62 in the book. Okay. Some you've heard of, Willie uh, Nelson's in the book, Liz oh, Carpenter, Daryl Royal. Wow. Uh, I got Kinky Friedman to do the forward for me. Oh, wow. And, uh, <laughs> well, I was in radio for 30 years, so I've been lucky to get to know a lot of people. Yes. But, the, uh, the thing that surprised me the most was that I came to the conclusion that there's like four traits or okay. characteristics that all Texans share, regardless of where they live. Okay. And probably not even aware of them. But number one is the fact that Texas was once its own country. Yeah. That is a huge part of a Texan psychological DNA. It's who they are. Yeah. And if a native Texan doesn't think you know that, you only have to wait six or eight minutes because you will be duly informed. Nice. Number two and number three are very closely related. Number two is the Texas education system. Okay. Texas is one of the few places anywhere in the country where the state history is so heavily mandated in the public schools. Okay. It is the law in Texas. You get Texas history in the fourth grade, you get it again in the seventh. Some school districts will teach in the 11th as part of American history. Mm. You will not graduate from a state college in Texas unless you're taking Texas government. Yep. Nor will you be allowed to teach in Texas unless you've taken that course. <laughs> Number three, which is so closely related to that, is, is it comes from within your own family. Sure. If your family goes back two, three, four, five, seven generations, it doesn't matter. Kids grow up hearing stories from within their own families about their great, great, Uncle Alphonse, who may have brought water to Sam Houston's horse two months before the battle. But somehow, someone within your family helped make Texas, Texas. Mm -hmm. Tremendous, you know, amount of pride in that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, if you want to be impressed, you just stop any 10th grader uh, in Texas and have them tell you about the Alamo. And 
plan to sit down and stay a while. Um, and the fourth tree, without a doubt, has to be that broken down little old mission in San Antonio. Uh, every Texan, it seems, reveres that place, whether they've been there or not. Yeah. And one of the people in the book is uh, the man who was the director of the Alamo. He ran it for the, the Daughters of the Republic of Texas. Okay. And in the middle of the interview, he stopped me and says, you know what the two most, two most asked questions are at the Alamo? Hmm. And I've done book signings there, so sure. I know. I've oh, seen yeah. it firsthand. Uh, number one, where's the bathroom? <laughs> Well, okay, it was built in 17-something or other, and it didn't come with indoor plumbing. I get that one. The second one was, uh, why? Why on earth did they build it downtown? <laughs> so you see, not everybody gets it. David says, because that's where all the souvenir shops and hotels were. <laughs> and they buy it, so anyway. But this, this uh, book uh, was an absolute passion. And in fact, I, I'm doing a podcast now uh, that comes out uh, October 1st, and it's called Speaking of Texas. Okay. And what we're doing is we're going all around the state using the same process, sitting down and talking with Texans. And they may have done, they may do something remarkable, or they know a whole lot about something or some event. Okay. And we want to share that with, with people. As a matter of fact, I'm, when I leave here, I'm on my way to Dalhart, the uh, XIT reunion. Nice. And the XIT ranch is how they paid for the capital. Because yep. Texas didn't have any money. Sure, they had lots of land. So, <laughs> okay, sure. that's so, sort of the crux of it. Out of curiosity, uh, the podcast that you're talking about, yes. uh, where can people find that? Well, it will be on iTunes. We're, what we're doing right now is we're in the process of recording some. Okay. I want to get six or eight of them in the can yep. before I release them. And then I want to do them once a week. Okay. So they'll be on iTunes. We're also going to offer through our own website, speakingoftexas.com. Um, and we're we're like any other entrepreneur. We're looking around and figuring out where we're wanted. Yep. So, uh, that, but that's what we're going to do with it. It's just that I love doing this book and the process of doing the book so much. I didn't want that to stop. Sure. Um, and the thing is, this is an update. We did the original one in 2006, sold about 6,000 copies. And then um, I was about out of copies and I was talking to a friend and he said, well, hey, that book needs to stay out there. He said, uh, let's form an LLC, you make some changes and let's go do it again. And that's really what we're doing. Just getting this thing really cranked up now. So. Okay. So we're doing a lot of, you know, one thing I don't suffer from is an asphalt deficiency. <laughs> so we get around. Hey, it works. Yes, it does. So we've just been blessed. It's won three national awards. Okay. Uh, two for uh, uh, creative nonfiction. Okay. And one for uh, book design. I swear really? I've got the best book designers on the planet. TLC Graphics in Austin. Uh, TLCGraphics.com, actually. So. And, uh, and they've done, they've, in, inside it's graphic intensive. Uh, as you can see, uh, they just did a masterful job of it and it's really cool. It's a fun read, it's not heavy or academic. I just basically ask those two questions and what you'll come away with is you'll know, if you live here, you already know it, but yeah. Texas is very personal and it doesn't mean the same thing for any two people. Sure. It's all colored by your experience. It's sure. a remarkable place. I'm home. So, speaking of the book design, the cover, Yes. Uh, was this a, an image that was uh, taken by you in your journeys, or was yes. this 
Okay. Actually, my wife took it. Really? Uh, we always carried a, a camera in the car wherever we went. And one day, uh, I was living in Austin at the time, and uh, we had one of those blue northers come through, and sure. it got, you know, and the wind was up. These little clouds in the back were about 150 feet off the ground, going by at about 80 miles an hour. Wow. Uh, and this is a picture of a flag literally in front of a mobile home park. Really? Uh, but as I drove by it, the sun went behind the picture, and I just hey, you gotta see this. And so we went around, my wife got out of the car and literally stepped in about four inches of water in a bar ditch oh. and lined up the shot. She was taking film at the time. Yeah. And so she took, I don't know, well, a couple of shots. And then we got them developed about 10 days later. And only then did we know what we had. Nice. And uh, my book designer said, that is your book cover. And honestly, I can tell you, the book cover sold us a lot of books. Oh, I, I, can, I can imagine that. I mean, this is, this is a very impressive uh, looking cover. Because uh, I mean, if you're gonna be doing a book about Texas, you need something very striking. And I mean, as much as it can be easily overlooked, the uh, uh, just a very strong image of the state flag is about as Texan as you can get. That's it, and my thing was too, I didn't want to just put up another Texas flag on the front of it, yeah. because we've all seen that countless times. Uh, but the, the image in this book, Ken Lotus, obviously the sun's behind the star. Yeah. And this is Texas in her own words, and it's not all just women, it's a lot of guys too. But, but the thing was, it was like looking into the, in, into Texas, into yeah. the heart of it, yeah. and, uh, and I, we just thought that was a really good image. And I, I thank Tammy Dever, my uh, book designer, for finding it. Basically, I just when I finished the book, it came in at 180,000 words. I cut 100,000 words out of it, gave it to her, and I said, "Do your magic." I didn't stand over them saying, "No, let's do this." You know, yeah. I trusted them to, to do what they do. Nice. Um, I, I believe in the tennis theory. If I could win Wimbledon with my forehand, I'd go for it but I have no backhand. That would be definitely a backhand. Let the pros do it. Nice, very, very nice. So for our viewers out there, if they want to find your book and pick it up, where can they find it? Uh, probably, I can autograph them for them. I mean, you can get it through the Amazon thing, but that I don't find it to be as good sure. for me. But uh, we have a publishing company called TejasPublishing.com. Okay. Or you can go directly to texasinheronwords.com okay. and you can get the book through there. And nice. plus some other things that I've written. I'm, I do a thing about with Chris, uh, Christmas stories every year. It's up, up on the site too as well. So nice. and uh, anyway, we, I, all I can say is I, I've been blessed. I've been blessed more than I deserve. Uh, and this book has just been the little book that could. And uh, I'm really, I'm really proud of it. And I want to thank you for the opportunity allow me to come in and talk about my little labor of love. Absolutely. So if you are interested in picking up this book, the links will be down in the description below. So go check out a Little Slice of Texas. Yeah, you'll love it. I promise you. you I, if, even if you've lived here your whole life, you will come away from this book. You'll learn things that you didn't know. I promise you that. Oh, there's uh, so much about Texas that, I mean, I'm still learning. and I. I was born and raised here, so I hey, you should have made out your Texas bucket list that I have. I'll tell you right now, you'll never finish it. Oh yeah. You'll never finish it. So Alright. So until next time, this is Brad from Dallas Geek saying, see ya.